0: So the kids this evening, we look at a political battle raging closer to home. New York's Democratic primary will be held tomorrow. Of course, many people have already voted uh, by mail or early voting, but many more will head to the polls tomorrow. And nine others will be on the, on the ballot in the presidential primary. But the real battles will take place further down the ballot where the left wing centrists in a number of hotly contested races for Congress and state legislature. Incumbents are often at an advantage uh, due to their ability to raise funds, in a recent article on Independent.org, M described how the Speaker of the New York State Assembly wields a fully legal $4 million slush fund stuffed with special interest money that he then distributes to his allies facing tough re-election campaigns. Ted, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks, John. Good to be here.
0: Great. Uh, so first of all, with the, with the Democratic Assembly Campaign Committee uh, and that $4 million fund, uh, can you uh, describe how that that much money is amassed?
1: Sure. Well, uh, it had about two, a little over two million at uh, this time last year, and then they probably raised at least I'd say four million since then, and then spend about two million. I guess, We're just ballpark numbers. But right now, there's about four million in the account. Um, and they take the money from anyone who wants to give it. Um, so there are a lot of unions. Um, there's also a lot of law enforcement unions, the Police Benevolent Association, New York State Troopers, um, and so on, corrections officers. Um, so you got the, some of the right wing unions, you got some of the more progressive unions. Um, but then uh, you also see money from the financial industry, the insurance industry, healthcare. Uh, anesthesiologists are a big uh contributor big big fan of this co- campaign committee uh thoroughbred racing interests horse racing interests um all kinds of different and there's there's appears to be no there's pres from no interest group they won't take money um so whoever wants to give it uh it's it's fair game they're gonna take it and dole and then hasty doles it out speak the speaker of the assembly um yep. Yep. to the candidates who who play ball with him
0: yeah, right. So, can you elaborate on on how this money is dispersed uh, to uh, often to embattled incumbents, and uh, who some of the well, major recipients recipients sure, are please. right now, and and the and in the and in the, in the scale of the money they're getting?
1: Well, the, so they um, this started early in 2019. So they 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 foresaw which candidates may get challenges from progressive insurgents in the wake of the um, 2018 successes uh so they looked at some of the candidates um like Michael Dundecker in Jackson Heights um Kathy Nolan in Sunnyside um and uh Felix Ortiz uh here where I live in Sunset Park um and then um Walter Mosley and so they in in Clinton Hill so they've basically um Iiravalamos and Astoria as well they 've been doing fundraising um, they host, hosted fundraising events for various candidates early in two thousand and nineteen and then since then they 've been giving uh significant sums to all these candidates so uh Nolan in Sunnyside has gotten forty grand um felix Ortiz um a little bit more than that um and on down the line so there's basically there 's a um, over ten candidates that have gotten between twenty and sixty thousand dollars from this um, campaign committee fund
0: that's, that Hasty controls, and they're able to. And what do they use that for? I mean, roughly how well, do they it use help it for all campaigns? the
1: campaigning? You know, mailer, campaign mailers, um, staffers, uh, the usual stuff, consultants, and, and on down the line. There's no, once it goes into their accounts, then it's up to them how they they will spend it. So there's other spending that goes on too. Um that can be polling and so forth, that can benefit certain candidates. Um and so it's hard to it's hard to always track exact exact dollar amounts um and how it's spent, but uh you can sort of see the patterns um of where that hasty is supporting most of the incumbents. Now he's not supporting Ulin uh, New in um Chinatown, Manhattan. Um, and, you know, she's got plenty of, um, supporters, donors, uh, from, uh, her ties to AOC now, and endorsed her with Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, and so on. So she's, it's, she's not hurting for money necessarily. Um, but, you know, you have to attain that stature if you don't get the, if not, if you're not the support of the party, then you have to. Uh, go to the grassroots and really tap the the donor base and that's not always it's not always no guarantee that you can you'll be able to pull that off, so it makes it more difficult for incumbents and so she spoke forcefully against the um austerity budget that was passed in early April uh that hasty supported the three people in the room, Hasty is the assembly speaker, uh Stuart Cousins, the majority leader of the state senate, and then cuomo um all pushed that through, not raising taxes on. The rich, um, not including marijuana legalization and other things that revenue raisers um, and instead um, we're going to f- be facing a, a, a severe cut starting uh, July first um, but that's what hasty and company wanted and uh, she certainly spoke out uh, strongly against it and so and now she's um, facing a challenge and grace Lee a businesswoman who's pumped 250 grand of her own money into her campaign. Uh, It kind of shows you where her, where she comes from uh, in terms of the uh, (laughs) economics. (laughs) She's a one percenter for sure. Um, So anyway, so this, yeah, this is a way to ensure that, you know, the, the, the insurgent left is not um, going to keep making inroads. At least they haven't uh, captured any um, made much headway in the assembly yet. Um, And so, that Hastie's trying to shut that down, um, that, that they have a the, the block in the state Senate, but now that, you know, other than New and Ron Kim, who's not getting money, although he says that's a, um, a choice a that he yes. made, but um, that's a right. long story.
0: Right. Now, uh, just before we go, I mean, one thing I just, I, I guess, want to underscore for people is when they get, uh, you know, all these mailers, that, the glossy mailers that come in their mailbox or, you know the online Facebook ads or, or whatever they might see from candidates. That you know, this is uh, you know financed in part by all these you know these various special interests. Uh, and then if if they are reelected, they go back to the assembly and uh, they have a, a, a built-in reason to be loyal to the to the same leadership that passed this year's austerity budget. So and. This is really the yes. if I understand correctly this is really like kind of the mechanics of how the machine and status quo politics uh, works in this state
1: yes and and we shouldn't underestimate the fact that uh, the large amount of union contributions going into this um, maintaining the status quo as well that they there's they're contributing to this um, the, the, the campaign committee we're talking about so the, the well I, I certainly are up hope the
0: progressive forceful. unions get I certainly hope the more progressive unions get their money's worth out of this because there certainly seem to be a lot of uh, corporate and and right-wing, you know, police unions that are playing ball (laughs) here.
1: Sure. Um, So yeah, and I just wanted to um, add uh, just if I have a minute here about yeah, we're we're almost out of time. In in Sunset Park, so you have the three candidates, um, three main candidates are Felix Ortiz, the long-term incumbent, and then you have the two. um, We have the DSA's candidate, Marcella Martinez, Martinez, and Catherine Walsh, who's running as a progressive, and now she's been backed by uh, Carlos Menchaca, the city councilman. So uh, there's a possibility of splitting the vote in here, um, that, but also uh, this makes the case for ranked choice voting as well. We don't have it. We have it we'll have it in the city starting next year. Um right. But when you have two progressives going to potentially knock each other out, there's no guarantee. Ortiz has never gotten 3,000 votes in a primary. Um, right. And – so we'll see what happens, but uh, that's something to keep an eye on, of w- w- how much they cut into each other's um, base of support.
0: Yeah, that's definitely Certainly. something w- w- that will follow uh, in a lot of races this year where there's multiple candidates. Uh, but, Ted, uh, we'll have to leave it there for now. Uh, thank you for uh, joining us uh, tonight on the WBA Evening News.
1: Sure thing, John. Talk to you soon.
0: Okay. Bye-bye.